This is Culture Communication and Brand Moments with Shelby Joe Long, the show that takes you around the world to share interviews with some of the most successful and relevant people on the planet, hear their stories, and get the most important business lessons they have learned on their road to success, and get exclusive advice on how to implement their success into your life and business. Culture Communication and Brand Moments is brought to you by the Strategic Advisor Board and your host, Shelby Joe Long. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the podcast and culture, communication, and vision for your brand. I love to talk to professionals that have developed businesses out of their expertise. Today, we have the opportunity to hear from a book coach, ghostwriter, and author. And Allie Berthume is going to introduce her business, Right Place at the Right Time. I'm excited to learn more about her business. So, Allie, welcome to the podcast, and I'm excited to have you here. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much, Shelby, for having me on and having this delightful conversation with you. Yes. Why don't you tell, why don't you tell the audience a little bit about your business? Okay. So the right place, right time, the way I like to describe it is a virtual boutique of professional writing services for badass and brilliant women um, ready to brave the blank page and tell their stories of grit, hope, and triumph. Um, and when I like to describe my role, I say that I'm like the book coach, ghostwriter, and girlfriend all rolled into one. Yes. That, I imagine I imagine there's some inspiration for getting into this type of business. Can oh you, my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> can you talk a little bit about that? You're um, very, very passionate about it. So let's uh let's yeah. dig into that a little bit deeper. I am. I'm so passionate about it. So, um, you know, I think as most writers have this very cliche story, I've wanted to write books my entire life. (laughs) Um, But more so than that, uh, you know, when I was probably high school, college, um, psychology was was the other kind of love and passion of mine. Um, I really was curious about people, uh, really interested in their stories and what made them tick and the things that they had gone through. And I didn't really realize at the time how that kind of passion of mine would eventually kind of filter into this other passion, which was writing and telling stories. And um, and then in grad school, I was um, a teaching assistant in the women's studies department. And I found feminism for the first time and all this language that completely spoke to me in terms of like, oh, I've always had these beliefs and I just didn't have words for them. Um, So, you know, I've always been an advocate at heart. I've always been, um, you know, very much uh, wanting to empower women, wanting, you know, to see women thrive and succeed. And, um, and so it was, it was several years before, you know, I figured out how these things all blended together, but Um, You know, now it's like my whole mission is to elevate women's um, voices and empower their stories, because I really believe that women have a unique position um, inside our communities and our economy and and our world. And they're really change makers and change agents. Um, But we need to get their voices out there so that they can do the incredible work that they're that they're set out to do. Um, And so this kind of background in psychology and this passion for women's studies and the women's movement um, have kind of all blended together with the passion for writing and have developed this kind of sweet spot where um, I I help women tell their stories. I like to think that I'm like the midwife um, because I think that books are very much like babies in terms of the. the life cycle, the way that books are conceived, like the idea comes first and then you, you develop the idea, right? Like, which is like that nurturing 
Um, and then, you know, you birth the book into the world. Um, so I like to think that I'm the midwife helping the book get to the point of, of birth. And then I, and then I bow out. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. Talk about, talk about that process because it's uh, having written my own book and you're an author yourself. So you have been through that process. It's, it's hard. It's hard to get into those, to ask those like deep questions and to reveal that vulnerable side. So talk about some about your process, about how you, how you can do that with other authors. Cause that's a, it's a challenge to be able to tell those stories and to be able to really dig into those deep value sets that connect with people. Yeah. So I think actually this is where that background in psychology and I have some experience working in mental health and um, with domestic violence and the geriatric population. Um, And so I think like this, this is where the skill set kind of comes into play. Um, I have a way of asking a lot of open-ended questions, which is one of the key things when you're studying, um, when you're studying therapy and counseling. And that was actually what I started to get my master's in originally was, was marital and family therapy. And, um, so I use open-ended questions. Um, I use a lot of kind of like guiding conversation, you know, um, helping people kind of come to their own conclusions without me trying to like put things, you know, into their head, you know, trying to get them to make the connections themselves. Um, and I, I try to, to do that open-ended questioning and have that curiosity with really no judgment, right? Like understanding that people are complex and messy And the other thing that I do is I'm pretty much an open book, which, you know, is also a little bit cliche to say as a book coach and ghostwriter. But um, if somebody says something to me about something they've been through and there's something similar that I have been through myself, I will offer that. I will disclose that. I will be transparent about that. And I think when I say to them like, oh yeah, I went through something similar. What happens is it breaks down any kind of wall or barrier, barrier where they think like, you know, is she judging me? Um, does she think that I'm, you know, uh, you know, not a good mom or does she think that I'm not a good wife or, you know, whatever it is that they're, that they might be mulling over. And when I say like, nope, been there sister, um, had something similar happen. It, it, it really takes us into like a safer space for trust and communication and transparency. And so there's, there's those types of things that kind of help kind of set the tone I would say. And then once we've kind of established that, that rapport and they see me as a trustworthy person, then that's when we can kind of dig in and I can start to really ask a lot of questions without it coming across as being nosy. Um, and they understand that the questions I'm asking are really a part of the process. It's a part of diving into what they've been through and trying to figure out what's the story in all of that. Um, and so there's a lot of question asking, but there's also something, um, there's an exercise that I have everybody go through that I call drain the well. And, um, this is basically getting everything from mind down onto paper, post-it notes specifically, big fan of post-it notes, um, so that people can start to visualize what they're thinking. Because when people come to me, a lot of shit's living in their head. Um, it's, it's not out there yet. And so they can't make any sense of it when it's all kind of just a cluttered mess in their mind. But when they can start to see individual thoughts on post-it notes, it's like dumping a puzzle box. Um, and you're getting all the pieces down on the table and you're sifting and you're sorting and you're trying to figure out how to build the frame around the picture. Um, and so that's kind of one of, one of the places where we begin to start to develop, you know, what is it that they're going to say? It sounds like, I mean, 
it's it's different for every person because the story is going to be different and those triggers are going to be different and the story and just the way that the story develops is different. But it sounds it sounds like a very fun job that you get to do, which is awesome because you've created a business around that. So talk to me a little bit about your inspiration to be an entrepreneur and to start your own business and to and to write other people's stories because that's that's a that's a I imagine it's been a, a journey for you to discover this is what you want to do and this is the path you want to be on. Can you talk yeah. a little bit about your entrepreneurship journey? Yeah, it's it has been a journey. Journey is a perfect word. <laughs> yeah. Um so I guess, you know, it begins on a dark and stormy night in 2017. <laughs> um, so back in, it was 2017, 2018, um, there was a lot of things happening personally that I would say it was like my life was down around my ankles. Um, I was going through a separation. I just had a miscarriage. Um, my nine to five was was just awful. And I was just feeling like this is not what hashtag adulting was supposed to uh, was supposed to look like or be like, and you know, as a younger, you know, I'm not, I'm not that old, but like at the time, I felt like you know, when I was that that young twenty something woman, I felt like I was really going places and I was going to do something magnificent and marvelous, and here I was thinking like, I don't know who I am, I don't know what I'm doing, I don't know why I'm in this nine to five, I don't know what's what you know what's happening over here in in um, the ending of my marriage. Um, and I have, I have a little boy, you know, at that point and he's not even two yet. And I'm just like, this is, this is like, I got to get it together. Like I got to figure, figure this out. And I think when you're at kind of like your own ground zero, um, there's only one place to go and that's up. And like, it's actually as, as kind of painful and messy as it can be. It's also a place to reinvent yourself um, become the butterfly, if you will. Uh, and I was like, all right, well, I've got nothing left to lose. So if I have nothing left to lose, (laughs) what are the avenues and possibilities? And I think that I realized in all of that, that like this traditional nine to five thing was not going to work for me. Um, I had jumped from job to job to job. It felt like since grad school, always trying to find the better thing always trying to understand how to use my master's of fine arts and creative writing towards something else. Cause I had switched out of therapy and went the other direction. And, um, and I just always knew like I was going to get to this point in a traditional job where I was going to go, but this isn't writing. And I was always going to be in that place, unhappy and stuck. And right. so I kind of just was like, all right, I give up. You tell me you higher power, divine being, universe, whatever, like, tell me what I'm supposed to be doing because it's clearly not this. This has not worked. This kind of like, check all these things off the box that you're supposed to do in your adulthood. Um, And it was like, when I decided to just let go and have information come to me, that was really where the shift happened. And um, I initially got my start finding somebody in the virtual assistant space who was like, you could make a whole business off of writing. And I was like, you gotta be kidding me. You can do that. And I look at that and I go, how is it that I went all the way to get a master's in fine arts and creative writing and nobody said that I could make an entire business off of writing? 
Um, and I think it's because in academia, they were very focused on particular avenues that were like direct lines from your MFA. Like you could go work for a school press. You could become an English adjunct professor. They, they weren't thinking outside the box about just how much our, our business world um, you know, relies on good writers, you know, um, quality writing, people who can actually string a sentence together and have an idea come alive on the page. Um, and so when she said that to me, I was sold. I was like, that's it. I'm doing it. Like I just, it was like an instant download. Um, and so I just started to make a plan. What does this look like? How do I start? How do I form a business? You know, she had a coaching program. I jumped in there and six months later, I was out on my own with two months living expenses and faith and a prayer and a lot of hope, (laughs) um, that like, I was just going to make, I was just going to make it work. And so I left my day job and I did, I made it work. And originally I was doing copywriting and content writing. And then it was like, I realized like, oh, I'm not, I'm, I am a copywriter and a content writer, but my clients were really asking me to do something else entirely. They were really asking me to be them. They were asking me to take on their persona, take on the understanding of their brand, their key content areas. Um, their expertise, the things that they wanted to focus on, and essentially craft, you know, material content that was really coming directly from them as them. And then I was like, oh, wait, this is ghostwriting. It's not books necessarily, but it's ghostwriting. I am pretending to be them. I'm taking ownership over their voice to put out content that they find valuable and that their audience finds, finds valuable. Um, and so it was like, I started to just kind of organically swing in that, in that direction, because this is what my clients needed and wanted. Um, and, and then eventually one of them was like, Hey, I'm ready to write my first business book. Will you write it since you're already writing everything else? Um, and I was like, yes, let's do it. Uh, and I happened to be working on my own book at the same time. And so it was just like, kind of, kind of a process of following intuition and being guided. And it was just like, I just kept going in the direction that felt, felt right. Yeah. For lack of a better term. For lack of a better term. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. That's, uh, you know, the leap of faith and taking that step and following your passion. And it it doesn't follow the cookie cutter entrepreneur story, but there's definite points that you can. And I think those points of identification that you have with the audience you work with, with female business owners, CEOs, leaders, entrepreneurs, I think that all of that resonates and it just makes you the ability to be that much more effective of a book coach and to dig into those stories and to adopt the voice of your, the people you ghostwrite for. So I think that's, I think that's, I think that's incredible because you get, you get to, you get to help other people have that experience too. That's amazing. Yeah. It's, it really is the coolest, it's the coolest job. And I feel like I finally, you know, I found what I think you know, had been missing, you know, when I kept going to all those traditional jobs and getting to this point of like, Oh, this isn't it like angst or, or this kind of feeling of like, not quite being where I'm supposed to be, you know, and now I feel like, Oh my gosh, I can see how all of these life experiences and skills are starting to like fold together and completely make sense as to why I can do what I can do. So tell me about your book. Yeah. Writing your book. Let's talk about your book. So my book is Dear Universe, I Get It Now, Letters on the Art and Journey of Being Brave and Being Me. 
And it's a memoir, um, but it's an epistolary memoir, meaning that it's a book of letters. And the letters are written to the universe, um, kind of conversationally about the lessons that I've learned kind of the hard way um, that they've presented me with um, throughout my journey. And the whole kind of idea being that um, the universe doesn't do things to you, it does it for you. And that everything we go through is a gift and there's something to be taken from that gift um, to then kind of propel you forward. And ultimately, it's a journey of figuring out how to just be more authentic to who you are and what you're meant to do and to find your purpose and and follow your passion. Um, It was a wonderful and fun project to work on and very proud of that being my first my first book. Absolutely. Yeah, sounds like a very inspirational book for us to read to be able to discover how to follow our own passions. Yeah. What's it's, next for you? Oh, what's sorry. next? Um, because I know you're thinking about something else up here because it doesn't just stop at book number one. There's no. book number two, and there's the next phase of your business, and yes, building your client base and all that, and ghostwriting is is great, but there's I know there's something up there for for our audience to know about. For sure. For sure. Um, I think, you know, so yeah, there's definitely more books. I think I'll have books in me always. Yeah. (laughs) Um, so there's definitely, there's another memoir that I'm working on, um, that is more like a traditional narrative, um, not epistolary in the way that dear universe is, um, that really is going to focus on a kind of relationship with a woman who's actually presented in dear universe. Like her character appears first there, Um, And this next one will kind of focus more on that relationship with her, um, our kind of relationship, but then also my role in, in helping her kind of cross over the other side as she passed away in January of 2021. Um, So that's kind of the second book, but kind of bigger, like where I would like to take business, you know, I really would love to be in person in community with women. Um, and I'm thinking like, it would be like through a retreat kind of idea, um, where I can kind of like serve more people at once, but like in an intimate setting in person and, um, just hold that container in that space to, because I really connect and I deeply feel, um, for the people that I work with, but I'm always just on zoom with them. Um, it's always this virtual remote, you know, relationship and which works beautifully. And I'm so thankful for the technology that we have so I can have the business that I do, but there is something very different in being able to actually be in person, to hug, to, to laugh together, to, you know, kind of feed off of each other's energy. Um, so I'd like to see business heading in a way where there's more kind of in-person community, um, moments and ability. And, um, I'd also like to take to the stage more. So I love to speak. I love to be in front of a crowd. Um, and so I think really where I'm, I'm starting to like head is like figuring out what are the key signature talks that kind of come out of dear universe or come out of the work that I do, um, and be able to get, get in front of audiences. Well, the first time we met, I told you, you need to speak. You need to be on stage, do those things. I think that's a great goal to have. And the fact that you can inspire other people and write their stories for it, help them write their stories and help that story really come out. That's a great space for you to be. Well, Allie, can you tell our audience where they can find you to help with their books, to help with their ideas, this ghostwriting? Maybe they know somebody that wants to tell their story and they just... They need some help, but let's figure out where we can find you. 
Yeah. So I think the best place is to head over to my website because there you're going to find the links to all the other places where I'm hanging out. Um, so that's the right place, right time.com. And the first right is W R I T E. And the second right is R I G H T. Perfect. We'll be sure to include that in the description of the, of the podcast. So people can know more about you and where where to find you and your services and to have a conversation with you. Cause it really just starts there is having a conversation and moving to the next level. Yeah. Well, Allie, is there anything else you'd like to tell our audience today before we wrap up the interview? I think the only thing that I would say to the audience is if you are sitting on a book idea, don't wait. There will never be a perfect time to write a book. Just like there's never a perfect time to buy a house or have a baby or <laughs> change jobs. Um, so do it. Life is too short. Go for it. There are plenty of people out there, experts to help you along the way, but just don't wait um, because tomorrow's not guaranteed. Uh, such a good piece of advice. Do not wait. Just do it. If you have do it, it in your head, do it. And there are professionals out there to help you do that. Yes. So just take care of it. I love that advice. That's a great way to end the interview. So Thank you very much for joining me on the podcast today. It was great to hear about your inspiration and also wonderful to learn about your pro- a little bit about your process so you're able to help people get to the next level and get their stories out there. And I think that's a, having gone through the process of writing my own book, it's a, it's a challenge and it's a very vulnerable place to be. So having somebody trusted like mm-hmm. you to help guide through that process is critical. So yeah. thank, thank you for you, what Charlie. you do. I look forward to reading your book. We'll make sure that that Amazon link is also in the podcast site so people can have easily easy access to your book. And I look forward to chatting with you again very soon. So thanks for coming on the podcast today. Thanks so much, Shelby. And to all you listeners, I hope you were inspired by another entrepreneur that has created a business out of their expertise and is able to live their passion through their work. I will see you next time when we explore another story from another entrepreneur that is living that life of their passion. Talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to Culture, Communication, and Brand Moments with your host, Shelby Jill Long. Please leave your feedback and visit strategicadvisorboard.com to get the latest and greatest business advisement on the planet. Follow us on social media for updates, and we will see you on the next episode.